Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday, November the 28th, 2022. It is currently 12.08 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. And I know this is a drastic change from what you heard last time. Sometimes I feel bad about that. Uh, sometimes I want all of the Bible study exercise podcast episodes to have to be the same. But at the same time, there's a part of me that likes that it's not the same, that we we change it up. Sometimes the Bible study exercise, you're hearing me basically take the church through the Bible study exercise in real time live from behind the pulpit at Victory Baptist Church in Ovalo, Texas. Then there are other times that I'm live here in the studio, well, taking you into the Bible study exercise, maybe in somewhat of a similar way, but obviously it will sound different because I'm not behind the pulpit. I hope that that, I hope that that helps. I hope that that adds to the Bible study experience. Uh, I, I really do. I, I hope it's beneficial. I know sometimes what we're doing in the church then when I come back here into the studio, we change it. So you're like, well, wait a minute, we were doing that. Now we're doing this. I hope it all works together. Like I, I'm constantly questioning it and going, well, maybe I should have done this, or maybe I, I should do this a little bit better. I, 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 I've received some criticism, um, but I, but most of the criticism was the kind where it's just mean and just someone trying to be nasty and rude, almost like a trolling kind of criticism. So I don't take that too seriously. I just kind of ignore it. And I think for the most part, others haven't said too much. Maybe they don't like it, but they're just being nice. Who knows? Maybe they don't have a preference. But I just think... Uh, I, I think it adds to the podcast. I think it, it changes it up and it, you're hearing the same, like whatever we're working on, like what, whatever subject we're working on, whatever book we're working on, whatever we're doing for the Bible study exercise, you're hearing that content, that, that subject matter, that book being worked out and being worked on in different, in different settings, in a church setting or here just in, in a, a, a behind a microphone in an empty studio. But I hope that it is useful. Okay, even if it's not helpful, maybe it's useful. I don't know what word I'm looking for because I don't know exactly. I, like on some ways, I want I want people to go. I love it. On other and on, on the other hand, even if people don't love it, I, I I mainly want them to get something from it, right? So maybe I don't really care if anyone likes it as long as they're benefiting from it. But then you would think if they're benefiting from it, well, then obviously they would like it. See, now I'm just overthinking it all, so I'll just stop. All right, that concludes today by today's Bible study exercise because I'm overthinking everything. Oh, no, I'm I'm not going to do that. Are, are you ready, though? We, we do have a lot of work to do, okay? It is Monday, and that means we're right here at the very beginning of this, this early stage of this new week of Bible study. Now, remember, for the next six weeks plus, we will be working on the subject of fear. We will be studying fear. And I think we got off to a very interesting start last night at Victory Baptist Church. I really do. We're using the Nelson New Illustrated Bible Dictionary. 
And we ended up dealing with some very important topics, some very important subjects. You need to go back and listen to part two. You really need to hear that discussion. And I would love to get your feedback on it. You can email it to me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. But before I do a quick review of what we talked about last night, and then we move this forward, let's go to Psalm chapter 33, because if you're utilizing the curriculum, remember the curriculum is available to everyone for free. Just email me newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. Simply tell me you want the curriculum. I'll send you a link. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. We are, we are again, happy to provide that to as many people as we can possibly provide it to. Um, and so we're, we're doing the best we can with that. All right, Psalm chapter 33, though, that is the text for the curriculum. And it's really becoming the, the, at least the key verse for this week, Psalm chapter 33, verse 8. Psalm chapter 33, verse 8. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Very powerful verse. That is really an and. The curriculum is on Psalm 33. We'll we'll do more work on that as the week progresses. But for now, let's go backwards a little bit. Let's go back to the sanctuary of Victory Baptist Church from last night. I'm not going to play the audio of it, but we're going to go back there and I'm going to do a quick review. And uh, hopefully this will be beneficial. Again, we're using, we were using the new, uh, the Nelson's New Illustrated Bible Dictionary, and we were looking at page 445, where we read these words. Fear, a feeling, or we could call it an emotion, of reverence, awe, and respect, all right? So that is that is one kind of fear, a feeling, an emotion of reverence, awe, and respect. However, there's another kind of fear, an unpleasant emotion caused by a sense of danger. So you have one that's more positive, reverence, awe, and respect. Another one that is more negative, it's an unpleasant emotion caused by a sense of danger. Now, I'm not saying that unpleasant emotion cannot have benefits. I'm just saying it's negative in a sense that it's unpleasant. All right, so just keep that in mind. We didn't get into a big discussion of that last night, but that's okay. Fear may be directed towards God or humankind, and it may be either healthy or harmful. So you have, in a sense, a positive aspect of fear, which is reverence on respect, a negative, which is a, it's a negative emotion because you fear that you're going to, you know, you're going to be hurt or you're going to face pain or death or suffering. And so it's a negative emotion. It still may be beneficial, but it's a negative emotion. And, but we do need to realize that there is a good kind of fear and there is a wrong kind of fear and we are trying to figure out what's the right kind and what is the wrong kind. Then we read these words. A healthy fear is reverence or respect and the Bible teaches that this kind of fear should show up in the following, we'll call them relationships between a child and their parent. Now, when we say fear there, you may be like, oh boy, what are you talking about? We're talking about a reverence or respect. So child to parent, there should be reverence and respect. Wives to husband, 
uh, husbands, wives to husbands, should be, again, a fear of reverence and respect. And then we dealt with the very, and not only that, the wives to the husbands creates lots of questions, and I don't have time to go back and review all of that. We had some serious conversations about that in discussions last night as a church. You need to go listen to that discussion. I don't know if you'll hear all the things that people are saying, but we were struggling with how exactly does that reverence and respect look like in marriage and and all of the ways it could be abused. But then we dealt with the next one that's very unpleasant. Slaves to their masters raising serious issues and serious questions, but we, we, we struggled with that as well. And it also is between us and God because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and the beginning of wisdom. So this reverence, this awe, this respect should be between children to their parents, wives to their husbands, slaves to their masters, and us towards God. Some serious, serious things there. Now, we want to go to the next paragraph. There's two more paragraphs in the dictionary, but we will save that most likely to Wednesday night at Victory Baptist Church, most likely. I know my church would prefer me we get back to law and gospel, but we will see. We kind of start. In other words, I, I, I can't leave the church. We, we did that Sunday night. I can't just say, well, then I'll just skip it. I think we'll have to go back and work on it. We will see. I'll have to figure out exactly how we're going to work Wednesday night. But for now, we're going to set the Bible dictionary aside. I got, that gets us a pretty good start of at least pursuing the right kind of fear, reverence, awe, and respect. It places it in specific categories that are very real, and, uh, and we understand those categories, those relationships. It raises a million questions, right? A million questions. And we can clearly see how this could be abused, and we talked about all of that last night. But here is what we're going to do. Since it's Monday, what I want to present to you is how I want you to approach this subject for the next six to seven weeks. Now, I've already told you I want you to look at the curriculum. Right now, all this week, all I want you to do, the two things I want you to do this week over and over and over is read Psalm 33 over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Live in it, breathe it, make it yours. I want you to look at the curriculum for this week, just what it has to say in regards to Psalm 33. Don't look ahead. Don't study anything ahead. Just look at the curriculum, Psalm 33. Obviously, if you have questions, comments, uh, please send those to me because that, that is just an easy episode to turn on the microphone and address your questions and problems. Remember, this Bible study exercise is here for you. It's not for me. All right, I'm doing this primarily for you, right? Now, I'm benefiting from it, but this is designed for you, and it's designed to get you to actually study. I don't just turn on the microphone and give you answers, all right? So that's important. But here's what you're going to be doing. For the next six to seven weeks, you're going to become very acquainted with the thematic method of Bible study. The thematic method of Bible study. Now, I'm not going to sit here and go through the entire method, all right? I think I've got that teaching. I think that teaching is online. If someone needs me to reteach the thematic method, I will. But let me just try to make it very, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to simplify the method. I'm going to simplify the method so that everyone should be able to just jump in and start using this method immediately. This one, this one some people struggle with. Some people don't like this method, right? Uh, some people have some problems with it because 
The starting point of this method requires you to come up with questions. All right? Think of it this way. In doing a thematic study, you're going to create some questions before looking up references. Basically, you're going to come up with at a minimum, a minimum of six questions. You're going to come up. You have to come up with these questions, not me. Now, see, a lot of people, a lot of Christians are not good at this. They're like, no, give me the question. No, 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 no. You have to come up with the questions. Once you come up with those questions, you're locked in. That's what you have to stay disciplined to. You come up with six questions in regards to fear, all right, before you look up the text, before you start studying the scripture, you come up with these six questions, and then you're going to take these six questions, and then you're going to search the scripture to find the answer to them. But you're stuck with those six. And the reason I have to stress, stress that is because there's some people who are a lot like me. You start with six and you're like, oh, well, wait a minute. What about this? And what about, and next thing you know, you're off chasing some rabbit. You're, you've gone down into a cave. You've fallen into the abyss and you can never find your way back out. You don't even remember what the original study was about. You have to stay committed. All right. So you're going to come up with six questions, six questions. And remember these words is a very helpful who, what, why, when, how, and where. Who, what, why, when, how, and where. Those are the, you can start with these six, these six, and and, and, and you can formulate your questions from these six things, all right? From these six, let me go through them again. You know them, who, what, why, where, or when, how, and where. Who, what, why, when, how, and where right? The, you want these, you want these down. You want to use them to formulate your questions. But so here's the thing. There's the subject fear. Now, last night during our study, I, I threw out all kinds of just random questions to try to help people start formulating their questions. And in, in anticipation that that's the direction we were going to go, because at least one of, one of the participants in the Bible study exercise was like, they, they thought the thematic would be best and so I, I, I think they're right. It's, it's, it's going to require a little bit of work here at the beginning, and I don't know how many people will participate, but that's okay. You've got you've to look at the subject fear and go, okay, what, 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 what do I need to know about fear? And start formulating these six questions, all right? So you're going to formulate at least six questions. These should include, obviously, some of the six great investigative relative pronouns, which I just gave you, right? Those six investigative relative pronouns, who, what, why, when, how, where. You, you, want, you want these to be your friend. These people live with you. Those six people should, I, I refer to them as the six people, the, the, my six best friends, who, what, why, when, how, and where? Why are they my six, my, my six best friends? Because I should carry them with me everywhere because that's how I should constantly be looking at everything. When it talks, I don't care if it's a movie, I don't care if it's a book, I should be constantly asking questions like who, what, why, when, how, where? I should be asking these questions constantly about everything. Well, these questions, the, are, are, these things are going to formulate your questions and become your best friends, all right? 
These words used in various combinations will give you a limitless, and I stress limitless, number of questions to use in your personal Bible study. Let me give you an example. So, but for this case, you're only going to use, you only need six questions. That's all you need to do, all right? For example, if you were to do a study on anger and the book of Proverbs, so let's say you're going to really limit it. Anger in the book of Proverbs, you could ask questions like this. What are the characteristics of an angry man? What causes anger? What are the results of anger? What is the cure for anger? Now, that just focuses on what, but you can bring on the others like why and when and where and who, and, and though you can bring in the others. But here, you could just do that right there. Now, they only give you a couple of questions there, but I typically try to make myself come up with six. It's what I try to do. I like coming up with six. Sometimes I struggle. Look, this is the thematic I struggle because I have a hard time limiting my questions, all right? But we need six good questions that we need to ask in regards to fear about fear. Once you come up with your six questions, then it's a free-for-all, right? It's you, the Bible, reference tools galore, whatever you need, you can use the Blue Letter Bible app, concordances. You can use a topical Bible. I don't care what you use. You start searching the Bible to find the answer to that question. Just make sure if you find a scripture that you think answers that question, make sure you look at the context to make sure it actually answers the question and make sure you understand the answer that it's giving. Because a lot of times people say, here's the answer. And you're like, you misinterpreted the entire passage. Therefore, you've got, it, it did not answer the question the way you thought. It was giving the opposite answer. All right, so we're going to be using the thematic method for the next six weeks, seven weeks plus to learn everything we can and try to answer all of our questions in regards to the subject of fear. Now, listen, this is important. Your questions will be different than my questions because you may have specific questions related to, to fear that either I don't have questions I don't even care about or I've already looked at, uh, I've, I've studied fear in the past and, and think that I've already got a good grasp on that. So, but, so don't worry about, well, I wonder, I wonder if this is a good question. Who cares? If you have the question, it's a good question. Now, you may, you may think it's a good question, and after a couple of hours, you may be like, I can't find anything in the Bible. I don't think the Bible answers my question. And you know what? Right there is worth the price of the entire study. Because so many times, Christians think the Bible answers something, and they think that they have the answer for it. But if you if you if they really would study the Bible, they would realize, I don't know if it really answers that question. I don't know if it really answers that question. People think, people just act like the, the Bible gives them the answer of what to do. And sometimes you're like, you go back and look at the actual text. I don't think it's giving you that answer. So, if, if you come up with a question and you can't find the answer, then you know the Bible doesn't provide that answer. So if some preacher comes along and tries to tell you that it does, you'll know that's not true because you've looked at it for yourself. So thematic Bible study method. Six questions in regards to fear. What should we fear? What should we not fear? So I'm just going to go with the what, right? Okay. Um, we can, we can, we can go, what is fear? 
I can, I can just go with, I can just keep going with the what, but you can move in to the others, right? The, the why, the when, the, the where, the who. You can go through all, of, all the different ones that we've looked at and, and, and see how you can formulate your questions. But you just need six. Now, if you come up with your six, I don't, in this particular case, I'm not asking right now to see your work. I just want to see your six questions. What are the six questions you are going to ask the Bible in regards to the subject of fear? I don't want you looking up articles about fear. I don't want you looking up commentaries. This is you, your six questions, and the Bible. You can use, when I say reference tools, tools to help you find the scripture that you're looking for. Okay, well, I wonder, does the Bible, and, and, and sometimes when you start looking, it's hard to know where to look, and some people get frustrated. Don't get frustrated. Enjoy the search. You're, you're inside God's word. Enjoy that. You're like, well, okay, that doesn't, where do I find the answer? A lot of people's like, well, I don't know how to find the answer. Well, you're going to have to, you may have to look up keywords. You may, you may have to use a topical Bible. You, 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 you're going to have to get creative in trying to come up, ask other people to help you. Hey, I'm doing this thematic study and I got these six questions. I need the Bible to answer. And I'm having a hard time finding where the Bible answers this question. You care to help me out, right? Pop some popcorn, get something to drink, and just sit back and enjoy it. Don't get frustrated by it. Enjoy it. Some people just want to, uh, I want my question. I want because I want to be done with this. If that's your attitude, you're not studying the Bible. You want it to be a fun thing, an enjoyable thing. Right? It's a privilege and honor to get to study God's word. So fear. Fear. Right? What does the Bible have to say about fear? What are your questions in regards to fear? I want to see your questions. I want to see your questions. I will not say your name, but I may share your questions with others. I won't tell them who, where, state. I won't tell, I won't give you any identifying information, but I think other people hearing your questions may help them. So I, I, and you're saying, well, I want your questions, but say if I give you my questions and I'm already walking you into certain direct, I, now I threw out a bunch of questions last night. So in some ways I was already cheating because in some ways I don't want to lead you into a question. I don't want to say, I'm going to use his questions. I want you to come up with your own. What? Look, you have some kind of relationship to fear, right? You do. Like there, there's something about the concept. Either maybe for you, it's all kinds of just you struggle with fear and worry and anxiety and 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 and, and maybe that's the kind of thing you need to go with. Some of you have a hard time. Like I, I bet some of you are like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm supposed to show reverence and respect and awe towards my husband? Are you out of your mind? Wait a minute. Slaves were to show reverence and respect and 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 and, and awe towards their Master, whoa, wait a minute. Some of you may have questions and wait a minute, why should I fear this? That that doesn't make any sense. You may struggle with that. Others of you may go, wait a minute, I'm supposed to fear, reverence, and respect God. How, what does that look like? And you may struggle with what that looks like. So whatever, whatever your issue is with fear, whatever you need to know in regards to the subject, that is what we're going to try to pursue. And that's what we're going to try to answer in this study. All right? So I, I hope that you will in actually engage in it. Now, again, when you come up with your six, I want to see them. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Discord channel. 
We need it. We need, I want to see some participation. All right. No, I'm not going to bother anybody that don't participate. But if you are participating, I would like to see your six questions. Okay. I would like to see your six questions. And I know someone's going to get like a 24 hours into the study and they're going to be like, can I change my questions? No, you cannot. You can't. Now, really, I don't want you to. I want you to be, I want you to, to just, Struggle with the questions you come up with. So make them good. Make them the best. And, and you, you say, well, what makes them the best? They, they're dealing with what you need to know about fear. They're very personal. They, they very much relate to your, your struggles with it. Do you struggle at all with you're supposed to fear God? I think everyone thinks, oh, that's wonderful. I'm supposed to fear God. Okay, and it's the beginning of wisdom and knowledge, of course. But do we actually do that? Do we do we even come close to that? Are, are we're called to fear and reverence other people? We I, we gave some with the, the the relationship references. How does that work? What about negative fear? What about bad fear? What about the negative emotions of fear? How is it good? How is it bad? What happens? What happens if we lack the proper fear? So I'm, I'm starting to ask questions. I better stop. I better stop. So there you have it. That's where we are on this Monday, November the 28th, 2022. I think we have, we're off to a good start. You can go back and listen to the discussion last night. We will return to the Bible Dictionary on Wednesday. We, will, we may do a little bit of work on Psalm 33, all right? But uh, you know where to start now. You, right now, what you need to focus on is just coming up with your six questions. That's all you need to work on right now. Come up with your six questions, all right? Talk it out. Talk to whomever. Call a friend. Do whatever you need to do. Six questions in regards to fear. Six questions. And don't forget who, what, why, when, how, where. Don't forget those. Make them your best friends. You should use them constantly in Bible study. Remember, Bible study is observation, observation, observation. Here, in a roundabout way, you're coming up with questions and you're going to observe what the Bible has to say in regards to, in regards to things that you think answer your question. So it's a little bit different here, but it's still, I think it, it should be, a lot of people have never used the thematic method. So I think it's time that we get some people trained to use the thematic method of Bible study. All right, I want to say more. I want to dig in. I always hate these episodes because I feel like I didn't do anything. But the Bible study exercise has really never been designed about me doing it. It's been designed about you. But I, I gave you a little quick review on what the Bible dictionary has to say. I think that's, that really gets a good start. And in Psalm 33, I don't know if anyone has any questions or challenges in regards to Psalm 33. But... There you go. What, whatever you need, you let me know. I'm here to help you. All right. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. A new opportunity this week to study the Word of God for the Bible Study Exercise podcast series. We're studying the subject of fear. You're going to be using the thematic method of study. You need to formulate your six questions you want to ask the scriptures about the subject of fear. Can't wait to see what you come up with. May God bless you and the study of his infallible word.